Welcome to the Bartside Jackie Breakdown Podcast. I'm your host, Cole, and I'm here, as always, with my dad slash co-host, Jason. How's everybody doing? Thank and, you for listening. And, of course, Wes. Yo, what's good? Wes, coming off the big victory, Alabama, Roll Tide. We got to say it. Yes, oh, sir. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. We'll get into that a little Arby's later. say that. <laughs> so, guys, what's the, what's the record now? Oh, three and one. Three and one. Three and on one the in the regular season. Go Jackets. And we're 11 and two since the start of the podcast. Hey, I tell you what, that's something we can all say. Go Jackets. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. We, can, <laughs> we can agree on that one. So Bartow played Victory Christian Academy last week and jumped out to a 27 to 7 first quarter score. And first never quarter. Yep. Oh, I thought that was half quarter. Was I mean, the, not half quarter. The half, half quarter. That's pretty. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> the halftime score. Are you speaking English? Uh, no, nah, it was 27-7 after the first quarter. Uh, Bartow didn't give up any other points the rest of the game. The defense uh, was stingy the rest of the game. Uh, scored oh, yeah. one in the second and one in the third for a final score of 41-7. to seven. <laughs> Dominant. For Josh that's listening out in Oregon, forty-one to seven final score 40, for your Yellow Jackets. One to seven. I'm glad you kept up with that. Almost yeah. forgot about it. Good stuff. Um, yeah, so we improved to three and one. Uh, uh, we're already on to next week, which we'll get into that here shortly. I'm sure going up against the Bloodhounds. Just a heads up, they are three and zero. Oh. Three and zero. Oh. So it looks like they're uh, having quite the season themselves, and it should be an exciting matchup. But nonetheless, Victory Christian Academy came on down to Bartow Memorial Stadium and. Uh, Left with seven. They were just overmatched. Yeah. It was just an overmatched game. Bartow was was dominant on both sides of the ball. Uh, Wasn't much victory could do. They tried. No, yeah, they did. uniforms look good. Oh, Wild Bill, if you guys listened to the last one, they said it was a passing team. You wouldn't have known if you were there. (laughs) I don't know what scouting report Wild Bill was reading. but No, (laughs) no. They didn't uh, throw the ball a lot. Well, it, when you throw a pick six to start out your first throw, it kind of yeah. Was that thing. was that a Marion's pick six? That was Jordy's that got flagged and came back, and it's like, you know, we got that one back, we got lucky, but let's not do that again. Yeah, <laughs> and they did it. I forgot about. So did Pennywise not get a pick six to, to start that? No, uh, Pennywise was against Sebring. Oh, that was Sebring. Yeah, they all running together now. <laughs> yeah, it's we're, that's we're, right. We're Jordy did he, into uh, the thick of it now. I would like to see that play now that you bring that up. You know, yeah. because it was a quick a quick pass. It was Jordy, pass interference, I believe. But what, was it on the other side? I mean, it wasn't on yeah, Jordy. It was on the far side. Oh, I hate that on the on the Victory Christian side. So they got a good look, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was an unfortunate one. He ran it back as, as quick as you could blink. And I really don't think that should be called. Wait, what was it? Was holding? it pass interference on Jordy? I believe so, yeah. Oh. I got to see that replay. Yeah. I mean, I, it's it's on his highlights, I believe, from that game. I've seen it already on Twitter. And I was like, little did anyone know about that highlight who wasn't at that game is that it got flagged. Yeah, well, I, I want to uh, take a look at that because I didn't see the actual play. I saw yeah. the I saw him intercept it. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't miss much, yeah. and I feel like it was a quick throw. You're allowed to jam him at the line. Like he had to have been holding, but if you maybe, maybe if it wasn't clear on on what you saw, then well, <clears throat> there was uh, the abundance of penalty calls oh, as goodness. we remembered. It seemed that we couldn't even watch any football. It was just a flag being thrown every other play. <laughs> it gets ridiculous yeah. at, at some point. Um, well, you, we got to play more discipline. That's, of course. That's obvious. Of course. Um, but it, it, it definitely felt like they was trying to help him a little bit, especially on that first drive. 
it, they dang there gave them their seven points. Yeah, just seriously. marched straight down the field on us with penalty after penalty after penalty. Yeah, um, it was like a combined t- about twenty yards. I remember uh, one. I think it was personal, and then there was another maybe holding or or something else, unsportsmanlike conduct maybe. Yeah, I know Jordy had a, a another penalty. Yeah, um, yeah. After the, he made another great another interception. Another interception. <laughs> um, I guess taunting was the call on that one. Yeah. But uh, you know, moving forward, it's something West talks about all the time. We've got to we got to stay more disciplined. Yeah. Um, yeah. That Florida Alabama game. If 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 you know nothing else about that game, uh, Dan Mullen was talking about it all week. The the margin for error in big games is very small. It's minimal. Um, you know, you can think back to that Alabama game with Florida. Uh, Grantham, who gets a lot of heat on him, calls a great blitz. The quarterback throws it right to where we wanted him, throw it to our, our linebacker, and he dropped the ball. Yeah. You know, so just one little play, your margin of error. So when you go up against Auburndale this week, yeah. you can't have these mistakes because Auburndale, you know, they They're came to capitalize. Yeah, they came to Bartow. Uh, last year with a big squad, they had a lot of high hopes, right. and uh, Bartow took care of business. I'm expecting to see a little better team. I think so, too. And a, a lot better. T- a team with a chip on their shoulder because, like we talked about a couple of shows ago, you know, the, the top five in the county, Auburndale's right there where a lot of people want to give them that top five. I Sorry. feel like we could move on from the victory, right? Uh-huh. Victory Christian, get right in the – Wait, who won? Who won in the predictions? Oh, Yeah. Who won in the predictions you say? So let me go and check real quick for you guys. I feel like I got this one. Let's now. see what we got. We have uh so it was forty one to seven. Uh-huh. We got Jason with fifty five to seventeen. Mm. Cole with forty nine twenty one. Wes with forty seven thirteen. Dang. <laughs> Wes with <laughs> the win. Uh-huh. That's a, that's another one for Congratulations, Wes. Congratulations, uh Wes. Three and two, baby. Come on. Oh, we, go. we gotta Three step up. Two. We gotta step yep. up our game. Yep. Jason moves on to one and four. Cole to one and four as well. Not looking good for you guys. I'll tell you what. That's <laughs> I'm making a good prediction this episode. So That's as as you guys may some of you may be thinking, uh, in terms of why there's five predictions, we did do the uh Fort Meade game, which was just a classing and didn't actually count against the schedule. Um and so that's why there's there's sort of five there. Uh, so Wes, myself, I'm three and two. We got Jason and Cole uh, fighting, fighting for for the scraps at one and four. Hey, I'm fighting for second place. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, yeah, I think I think we can move on. There's not too much to talk about. Uh, there was another big game in the county. Yeah, there was Lakeland and Lake Gibson. There was, and uh, I don't know if I don't remember the exact score of that one. Do you have that? But uh, 38-32 in favor of. The Lake Gibson Braves. I know it was close. Lake, Lake Gibson. Gibson is for real, y'all. I, I, and you know what? If we had one of those players from either team or a coach here, I'm sure they could tell us within a second. But I wonder what, what's the la- when? Excuse me, is the last time that Lake Gibson beat Lakeland? It's been a while. I think so. I think I think Lakeland, as they as they they claim, and now Lake Gibson's making a claim, of course, that they run the city. I think Lakeland's. The Dreadnoughts have ran the city for quite some time. And I don't know, I can't recall when's the last time the Braves have, have, have beat them. This, Besides last Friday. <laughs> this kid Glover for Lake Gibson, though, he must be the real deal. Oh, he's ridiculous. I'm pretty sure he's got more rushing yards than our entire team. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, he's had, I uh, just saw on Twitter the other day, like, 
there's been like three or four games so far this year, and every one except I think one, he's ran for three hundred yards. Three hundred. Yeah, that's that's three. Not a two. Not a one. This is a three. Five zero, touchdowns zero. against uh, Lakeland. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's something. To and he had he'll remember for the rest of his life for sure. Yeah, he had three or four against uh, the Georgia team, Lowndes as well. And then uh, I, I forget who else they played, but it is, this kid is dominating on all levels. I mean, wow. he's just – I shouldn't even call him a kid. He's doing business. And, 300 uh, yards a game. Yeah, you yeah. sent me something today, so it looks like he's committed, verbally committed to Utah. Huh? Yeah, he did. He came out with that uh, with that commitment a couple weeks back. He, he had a, a whole gig going on and, and friends and family, um, and he pretty much was inviting people out to, to see him commit and – he went with Utah. I think uh, FSU is probably in the mix, and I now, wouldn't this, be. Is this the same kid that was committed to Florida and then decommitted? And no, that's Sam McCall. That's their safety wide receiver uh, hybrid player. Uh, they they classify him as an athlete who's ranked uh, five stars as well. Uh, yeah. Although Jalen Glover's, I think, rated three or four star. And that really, <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And Cormani McLean, their defensive back, is ranked number one defensive back in the whole country. And I think he's a sophomore, is what I was told today. Maybe I'm not entirely sure. That's crazy. So they got some talent over there, uh, they, Gibson. Yeah, it doesn't mean they question. can't be beat by our Yellow Jackets. That's for sure. Yeah, and we're not, <clears throat> we're not. Uh, we haven't got to that game yet. We're taking it one game at a time. Of course. Coach speak here. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we definitely got it marked on the calendar, both those games. Because like I told Wes, it's going to come down to that Lakeland. You got you to gotta win one of them. And, uh, you got to. You got to beat one of them. I think two teams out of this district are going to advance just off, just strictly off strength of schedule. Right. Um, playing each other, uh, you know, it's uh, it's right in front of that. That's what you want as a, as a team, right, Cole? <laughs> You want the opportunity to to control your own destiny, and and we we talk about these non conference games all the time that they don't matter, but at the end of the day, they do. Yeah, you certainly. Know, it's a, it's every a, game matters. Every game matters, and I'm not big on. We'll touch on the Alabama Florida game again. Not big on moral victories, mm-hmm. but you know, um, that was a great moral victory for the Gators. Yeah, I think so. I can agree with that. And it's unfortunate, uh, yeah, <laughs> as you claimed all day Saturday, how many disappointed <laughs> fans there were wanting to fire the whole staff and burn down the stadium. Not yeah. literally, but it was, it was, it was just, a great game. It was. It was a certainly a lot better than I think, if not everyone, many people, if not everyone, <laughs> anticipated. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't even know why I brought that up. But, you know, going against Auburndale this week, is it a must-win game? You know, but just like I said in the Sebring game, you got another good opponent coming in here. Uh, we'll get into the rankings here in a second, but um, Bartu did move up. But this is an undefeated Bloodhounds team yeah. going on the road. Um, traditionally, it's a great atmosphere for high school football in Armandale. They're going to be rowdy. They're going to have their student section going, their band. You know, now the bands don't travel with the with the team, so. We need all you Jacket fans to show up and, and be loud. If we went all the way to Vero Beach and, and, and had that showing out there, so hopefully you Barcher fans that are listening can make it out. And if you can't, tune in to WBF. and guys on the radio, they'll have you covered for, for the entire game. But uh, we'd love to see everybody out there rooting on the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, certainly. And for you young bucks out there like me, they do have an app. WBF does have an app as well, so free, free fill. 
feel free if I could speak, right, uh, to download the app and, and check them out on there as well. And as Jason said, they broadcast the games on there. Um, and real quick to run run through uh, the history of the Bloodhounds thus far this season, uh, they took an early 1-0 start to the season against Central Fort Pierce, 41-6, to non-district, of course. Then they went and played Kathleen over there um, at the Red Devil Stadium, 34-26. That one came down to the wire. I do remember seeing that one all over uh, social media. I think the, the Red Devils were actually making a bit of a comeback there late. And then uh, they went on to play Heritage at home. That was their first district game uh, out of Palm Bay. They took a victory there, 20-0. to zero. Uh, So this is certainly no sort of uh, runover of a team, if you will. Um, definitely going to be a lot more competitive than the Victory Christian Academy game. And overall, definitely you can not going to be an easy game like everybody was saying against Sebring. Yeah. No, and I was looking at the stats as well, <clears throat> uh, trying to break this game down a little bit and – they look like they're a passing team. Yeah. And they're throwing for a lot more yards per game, a little over 100 yards per game, more than Bartow right now. Yeah. Um, if you remember last year, though, they had a running back who got hurt early in the game. That's right. I remember you guys telling me yeah. that. Um, and I believe, you. yeah, while you guys were attending that game, that was actually the first game I ever went out to. That's right. Um, and that was sort of my first sort of uh, job task, you call it what you want with you guys, and going out and checking out the Dreadnoughts play the the Braves, which also was a phenomenal game last year too. They, the Dreadnoughts won twenty four twenty two. So, um, yeah, I, do, I remember you mentioning that the running back had went down, and I think they got take he got taken out unfortunately by an ambulance. Yeah, and and they just got away from the run after that, um, and they had some other running backs too. So of course, next man up. Uh, yeah, but uh, it, it kind of abandoned the run a little bit, and part of that is because of the defense of the Yellow Jackets was, you know, stepping up to the plate there. But I expect to see them try to pound it down our throat. Um, but the stats tell me they're going to come out throwing the ball too. So, But I, I feel comfortable with our defensive backs and, and, and our entire defense right now. Yeah, um, I'd like to say as well something I mentioned to Jason uh, this past game or maybe the previous one. We've noticed a few injuries with some of our some of our, our, our guys, some of our key guys as well. Um and and we're sort of as Jason references, we're we're going into this gauntlet of, of a schedule towards the end here, um, and it, it it sort of starts with Arbindale, you know, yeah. if we're being honest, um, and then it's just all spiraling from there on. So I, I'm hoping we can get these guys back healthy for a lot of these big time games, more importantly district games, um, and and we can sort of come full force. And I'm I'm. I think this is a big game, Cole. Cole started baseball, everybody, so he wasn't able to to make it to the game. He had practice Friday yeah. night, um, so we were talking a lot about the game. But it it starts on the road, like you just said, against Auburndale. Yeah. You got to go on the road against Lake Gibson, yeah. so we'll have the dreadnoughts at home when we go through that said gauntlet. But uh, you got to go and improve right now that we can be some road warriors, go on the road, take care of business like we're supposed to. Now, I say like we're supposed to. I give the max prep score every every uh, episode. And this one, Uh-oh. this one was a little different this Uh-oh. week. Oh, what do we got here? I am not excited not to see this that score. They, uh, what do they got here? They got Barto 34 Ooh. to Arbondale 31. Oh, I hey, 
I hope it. I hope it is that close because that is. I was my prediction was actually going to be a little bit closer than that. That's going to be quite the game to be at. Yeah, you know. And like Wes said, Auburndale is undefeated going into this game. Right. And I touched on it earlier, but Auburndale is ranked number eighty in the state. Okay. And Bartow has moved up to number sixty. Oh wow! Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. So looking for a big game. Friday night, Friday night lights, handle business. Cole, what's your prediction on the score? Hold the phone. Um, Think about yeah. it now. <laughs> Think about it. Put me on the spot. No, put um, you on the spot. I just said that my prediction was going to be pretty close. I said closer than that because I stand by that. Um, I feel like both defenses are going to play a great game, and I feel like both both offenses aren't really – I don't know how to word this because I don't think they're going to struggle. I think they're going to do really good. But I feel like Bartow comes out on top 28 to 27. Woo, nail-biter, man. 28 to 27. <laughs> Needless to say, we won't be sitting down at all if it comes nah. that close. My goodness. So in favor of the Yellow Jackets, we're going to go Jason here. What are we thinking? What I'm thinking we- this one's going to be a low-scoring affair. That, that That's what I thought, but I I'm going seven. No, we don't kick field goals. I'm going... 20 to 17, Bartow. 20 to 17. I can respect that. I can respect oh, that a lot. Oh, we miss an extra point? It seems like we do. Yeah. <laughs> we do like every game. That's all right. There's a lot of extra points. You got to have a good snap, <laughs> a good hold, <laughs> good kick. So, uh, Wes, uh, I'm also going to be pretty pretty close in the same ballpark, really. Uh, I'm going to go 26-24, Bartow. Uh, so I like that. We're kind of kind of all around here in this this. I mean, you got a three point separation. Cole and I have you. Well, no, Cole has I one. Play. I have two. You have three. I mean, so either one of those scores, if it's remotely close, it is going to be one heck of a ball game. Which we, we I mean, we already kind of know that, right? Yeah. Um, the Bloodhounds are definitely a, a, a force to be reckoned with this year, and uh, it's going to be an exciting one. They had one of the biggest offensive lines I've seen. I've heard all last year. Wh- I've heard. Which one of our opponents had a big offensive line? Was it uh, uh Vero Beach had a big Yeah, Vero Beach. That's Vero Beach was. is pretty yeah. talented. Hey, but uh Wild Bill showed us that size don't matter. Hey, that's right. Yeah. And uh the Florida Gators showed you that rankings don't matter. Mm-hmm. So you can go out and play against anybody, but th- that's the biggest thing. If we go out and play sloppy, turn the ball over, you know, it it these these penalties, you know, I see I kinda read Coach Tate, Coach Tate Yelling at the kids and not the refs tells me what I need to know. Right, of course. So, you know, we got to clean that up, guys, because you can't give these teams second chances. That's right. And you got to play more discipline. Uh, be, ha- be Have fun. Yeah, you know, of like course. The, the, play, the play Jordy made, we referenced that earlier, um, great play, reacted on uh, on the ball, a little underthrown, but reacted, made a great dive and interception. Back to the huddle. Yeah. Now you're going on offense. Yeah. You know, it's just little discipline things like that um, that we need to get cleaned up. And uh, I, I see Coach Tate getting that cleaned up. We had the same kind of stuff happen last year. We did. Early we did. in the year. Yeah. Um, but as the season goes on, you, you, I think the guys will get a little more focused. Now that Lakeland, like Gibson game, I talked to some people that were at that game, and uh, that was chippy. A lot of penalties. A lot of – Oh, I, it, I yeah. That's just more so – rivalry you yeah. know and I'm, I'm not surprised 
Not that we won't see that against Arbondale or, or any of these other matchups coming up because we're facing some some pretty tough teams here now. Not that we have haven't done that right, but um, in district games, more importantly, so well, we can't be twelve people. Like we have to, we have to play the team that we're playing. Yeah, and that just seems like sometimes, you know, they can't find me. I can say what I want to say. It just seems like, you know, I don't want to say they're out to get us, but it just we don't get the calls that other. You know, I hear, I heard in the press box them yelling because <laughs> I could only imagine what they were saying on the radio. For those of you listening, I'll say this: there were more flags, penalties called out against the Bartow Yellow Jackets than what Victory Christian put points up on the board. Facts. <laughs> that's that's all you need. Hey, and guess what? We still won forty-one to seven. So that tells you all you need to know. It does, but it also tells you, like we we're saying, we do need to be disciplined. Some of those are definitely on us for sure. And I'm big into putting things in the in the in the universe. I'm talking into existence here. Marion Baker, you're on notice. We want you on the on the podcast. Yes. So, uh, you big bake on that's our next that's our next get. Uh, Playing both sides of the ball, phenomenal, phenomenal season so far. him in the backfield with Jordy and and Landry. Yep. Did, did I say that right? Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, just so many weapons, but uh, just the dominant performance that uh, Baker's been doing on both sides of the ball, especially at linebacker, making big plays. So we want to get you up here in the studio. And, and we heard your, your uh, – Quiet the comedian. Yeah. Thank you for helping me out there. <laughs> so, I was a blank there. Anybody you, you want to have on, Cole? Um. Any any wishes for you? Uh, there's a lot of people that I would have wanted on the show. Like last year, I wanted Dathan Davis. I wanted Maurice Bell. I wanted a lot of people on the podcast last year, but now, um, probably Marion Baker. He's he's very talented. I wanna wanna get to know him a little bit better. And as you said, he's pretty funny. So I know you you uh King Birch, right? Is uh, that his name? Quavion Bird. Oh yeah, defensive lineman. I. Maybe like, is it bird? Okay, bird. There is a there. There is there a, a birch. Team? Yeah, uh, defensive back. Okay. Um, let me see. Quavion Bird would be great. I mean, anyone and everyone. Anybody who great. wants to come on, yeah, feel free honestly, to hit us up. If we're being honest, if you're on the team so. and you want to come on and get some experience being on a podcast, I yeah. know there's some players out there. Just let us know. It's and, no sweat. We have a good time here, and uh, you guys know how to get a hold of us. Of course. And, Give them Twitter, Twitter, if anybody. Bluebird app, oh, at BJB underscore podcast. Go follow the page. We appreciate all the support. I think we're up somewhere around the 150 follower range. So uh, that's ever so climbing up to to the 200 mark. And I we hope to reach that here soon. So that's been great. Again, very thankful, very appreciative. Um, for trying all the, to hit a thousand on Facebook, of course. Kind of stuck at 800 <laughs> somewhere in there. For all the interactions we get, and of course, go follow the Facebook page as well. And make sure you're following the Barto Athletic Booster Club page. Yes. Uh, they yeah. got a Twitter account as well, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, they got the Legacy Next campaign. I talk about it every every show since they've they've put that out. But we need to get these kids the the tools they need to be successful Absolutely. moving forward. Um, so that's a big campaign that hopefully we'll be able to help out with in the future. Yeah, certainly. So any last words, Cole? Uh, what are we doing? You're producing the show. What, what time are we at? What's going on here? We're at 24. 24 I was waiting minutes. for it to run down. <laughs> so, run down congratulations, Wes. We had the second annual uh, Florida-Alabama 
watch party that we hope we have every year so yeah we can say that we've met in the sec championship <laughs> um so hopefully it's a traditional thing, yeah it's yearly thing but um i i everybody all the gator fans keep saying oh, we lost by six we lost by three you know we're closing the gap on alabama and, and while that is true and i do take a lot away from the victory or the the loss because there was a lot of positives for the gators um you just you got to know Alabama is going to be getting better, of course. And so you you got to go take care of business against Tennessee this week. Uh, who who's Bama got this week? Another cupcake? I don't know. Um, I know we got A and M within the next two to three. That's going to be a great game. That's going to be a phenomenal game. That's one I'm I'm, I'm going to be glued to the TV on that one. Not that I wasn't against the Gators, but my goodness. Uh, so that's going to be a heck of a ball game. That's. It could be this week. I doubt it, but we'll see. It's very soon, within the next two or three weeks, I believe. All right. Well, we ain't, we ain't going to talk too much about college football. This is this Barto Jacket Breakdown show, but <laughs> we, we had to touch on it a little bit. Of course, of course. Show All right. Love. Well, everybody. Uh, y'all play Southern Miss. Okay. Not yeah. worried about it. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. Uh, uh, yeah, they're in Mississippi. Nah, well, obviously. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Barto Jacket Breakdown Podcast. We'll see everybody next week. Go Jackets, baby. Peace.